my god. Hi. How do I even hold this microphone? It's been over a month. Um, I'm back, little D's. Welcome back to the Barely Bearable podcast. You're like, probably like, where are you, little... Where are you, little... I mean, Big D? Where are you, Big D? I forgot my own name. Who am I? Well, um, it all started March 3rd at 10.30 a.m. where I hit... I hit myself with a battering ram. What's a battering ram, Danny? Well, I'm glad you asked. A battering ram is a police tool they use to break down doors. You know that solid lead ram or metal that they break through? Yeah, that. I was carrying it out of a car. Danny, why'd you have that? I work in props in a for a cop show. You knew this. I don't, I don't have to say it again. Sorry, I, I don't mean to get feisty, but I've told this story a hundred times. Um, but little D's, I hit my head into it and um, it hurt. And then I went back to work. And then the next day around 12. So this is over 24 hours later. I'm like, I feel so nauseous and like dizzy. And I thought concussions are instant. So I was like, there's no way it's a concussion. So then I'm just at work, not feeling well. And I was like, let me just Google this because I hit my head so hard. And it said, bitch, you're concussed. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. But anyway, we had a nurse on set. So I went to the nurse and he was like, girl, you got to go to a doctor and get checked out. So I did. And I had a concussion and I've been exhausted. I've been so tired and um, I've been very forgetful. Like I was in the middle of a joke the other day and I completely forgot what the joke was about everything I forgot it was horrible so I've been having a lot of confusion but it's getting better but man concussions are no joke I didn't realize how hard I hit my head and I went to sleep after like an idiot I went to sleep didn't think anything of it and I could have been I could be dead right now and this could be a dream I have no idea but man Head injuries are not fun. A lot has happened this month. A lot has happened. And let's get into it. I have so many funny stories. So um, my best friend was getting married, which I was in the wedding, y'all. It was so much fun. But I, I had a couple of pimples. So I was like, I need to get some sort of cover up or I don't even know what it's called. Like I, I don't really wear makeup every now and then I will on a pimple. Like if I have an event like this, then I lose it. Then I have to buy a new one anyway. So I go to um, not Sephora, the other one, Ulta. Alta, I don't know the name. Alta, I think it is. So I go there and I explain to her what I want. I'm like, hey, I have a couple of blemishes. I have a pimple in my nose. I want to get this, you know, just something really light. And she's like, okay, sit down. So I sat down and I'm like, okay. So um, she's like, I think she's blotting my face. I thought she was cleaning me for this powder or whatnot. I don't know what, but she's like look up and I'm she's blotting me and I'm like oh wait she's putting on some sort of she's putting something on me like makeup wise obviously see concussion (laughs) and and um see this is where I, I forgot what I was saying like it's literally a concussion so I'm sitting in the chair and I go it's like five minutes go by like five minutes and I and she gives me a mirror this bitch puts makeup on me and I'm about five shades too dark borderline blackface 
And she goes, how does it look? I go, I think I'm going to get canceled. <laughs> like, how does it look? I was like, I, I don't want this much makeup on my face, first of all. And I wanted something light. So I, I thanked her and I just took it off. And then I, I had a doctor's appointment after and I, I couldn't get it off under my eyes. So I went to this doctor's appointment with my sunglasses on. <laughs> and then she was like, can you take your sunglasses off? And I had to preface this by saying... I think I might be in blackface and it was not my doing. So anyway, I bought something else for the wedding. I looked great. Hair flip. Hair flips. So then um, I go to the wedding. I could not drink. I tried to have a cocktail and you're really not supposed to drink, I think, for like a month with your concussion. But I, I tried it and man, I felt like I was on a boat, like a rocky boat. I had like three sips of a drink and I was like, I cannot do this. It's not, this is not it. I can't do it. So it was my first sober wedding, which was interesting. But um, there was a man there that, I mean, if I were to build a bear, this man was my exact type. I thought he was so hot. So I kept taking pictures of him. So then I was telling one of my friend's friends about it, the straight dude. And he was like, oh, I'm gonna make. I'm making his name up. That's uh, Santo. Santo's the nicest guy. Blah blah blah. And um, so I'm I'm walking around. Then I bump into. I'm missing to make up a name. I bump into Frank. Frank is friends with Santo. And Frank goes, "Hey, Danny." And I look over. It's Frank and Santo. And Santo was told by Frank that I'm in love with him. So I was like. You can't embarrass me. So I walked right up to Santo, the hot man, and I put my arms around him and I go, listen, I need to get a photo with you because it's as if someone built you in a lab. This is your ex- my exact type. And he's Southern. He's a big Southern guy. And he goes, what, 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 what? He didn't know how to handle himself because like this little gay New Yorker is walking up to him and like saying, I think you're hot. That's how he probably sounded. Um, and he was such a champ. He let me take a photo with him. Not that he had a choice because I just snapped it really quick. But he was a good sport. I don't think he got one word in, honestly, in our whole conversation. We talked for five minutes and I don't think he could have gotten a word in. Um, since I couldn't drink, I had a nice cold brew in the morning and it was I probably 10 gallons. But it... I got through the I got through that weekend. It was so fun and we love wearing a tux. We love it. It was a good time. So if you're in the Raleigh area, I see I forgot what I was saying. If you're in the Raleigh area, go to Raleigh. I don't know what I'm saying. See, I'm rusty. The rusty trombone. Don't Google that. Don't Google that. Okay, for this next one, just bear with me. Stay with me on this one, okay? So Ariana Grande went to Instagram and posted a video of her with no makeup on, no lashes. And she's talking about how we should be nicer to each other and basically stop commenting on people's bodies. And um, I know some people think they're giving a compliment, but it gets to people differently. Like someone was like, you look really skinny. Like I haven't seen them in a minute. Then I'm like, like, I'm thinking in my head, like, was I fat last time you saw me? Like it like gets to me. It bothers me. Or um, I'll never forget. I was working out crazy 
and I was lifting weights and then I saw a friend and she was like, you look so skinny. And that like really, it got to me. I was so disappointed. Like I been working out. I, I was squatting at the time, like 300 something pounds. Like I wanted to get bigger. I wanted my arms to get bigger. And you, you know, gay men, I find especially are hypersensitive to comments like that. I know it's so dramatic, but a documentary called The Adonis Factor, and it's about gay men and body image. And it's it's true how we are hypersensitive to comments like that. Look at me jumping all over the place. AVDD, I told you I have a concussion, so I keep forgetting what I'm saying. This girl at work, she kept making weight jokes to me. I, I swear to God, I know. Like, she'd be like, oh, where does it all go? And, like, making a joke, like, saying I'm heavy. And then she actually grabbed my stomach the other day. And it, like, I pulled her aside and was like, can you not do that? <laughs> you got to, like, it's so annoying that you, I have to even say make boundaries. But, like, why are we commenting on people's weight? It's just so fucking annoying to me. And then the other day, I follow this. Well, I followed, past tense, this baker on Instagram. She had these really cool uh, creations and whatnot. And um, the other day, she went rogue. And instead of her her usual baking content and cookie content, she go she went ahead and made a slideshow of, quote-unquote, awful plastic surgery in Hollywood. And I commented... How about we not tell women what to do with their bodies? And she commented back, yeah, like what you're doing right now. (laughs) So she's saying that I'm telling her what to do. But like also, you're the asshole in this situation. And I unfollowed her. So, I mean, I don't know what she's trying to do. Like, why can't you stick to your normal baking content? Annoyed me. Like, so rude that we're commenting on people's bodies. And it bothered me. It annoyed me. And don't get me wrong, in the past I've made fun of celebrities and whatnot, and, and I I don't feel good about it, to be honest with you. And you could be funny without commenting on people's appearances, but I will say, I will say, outfits are fair game. <laughs> That's where I draw the line, okay? Um, back to that baker. I think she acted, um, she was all defensive because maybe... I struck a nerve and maybe this is a learning moment for her. Maybe she was embarrassed for her actions and she latched out on me or lashed out on me rather. And, um, who knows, maybe I got through it to her, but she does not have me as a follower and I will not name her. Also to back it up, I am not good at accepting compliments I don't know if it's an insecurity thing. It's like maybe it's how I feel like everything's a lie. I know. I need to work on it. Like um, even if, even if people are like, you're funny, I'm like, you're fucking lying. Why are you lying? You know, it's it's a weird thing I have. And um, apparently it's a Scorpio thing, but I think I'm just fucking crazy. I got to look into that. But um, I'm just not good at accepting compliments. I just feel awkward. But, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Also, back to growing and sense of humor growing. Uh, Back in the day, I used to make fun of Amanda Bynes because I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Also, I didn't know. But, um, 
I don't think it's drugs, to be honest with you. I think she genuinely has mental problems. And um, I feel really fucking bad. And shame on that one TikToker for filming her in the streets of Hollywood. I think that's a stupid thing to do. You're completely taking advantage of someone that's not all there. But um, I feel bad for her. Sorry I'm in like some sort of mood. Okay, I want to hear something insane that I found out that I'm shook about. And you should be shook about it too. I don't know how I discovered this, but you have to be 5'8 to donate sperm. You cannot be under 5'8. How fucking rude to short kings everywhere. Desecrating short king spring. What the actual fuck. Um, in my In my whole family... There's no one on there's no one over 57 in my whole family my whole lineage of people in my family so there's that and you know what you're not getting this golden golden juice it was so gross but um could you imagine <laughs> like i guess when you donate sperm or no i'm sorry i guess when you're looking for sperm at a sperm bank i don't know why i said it like that <laughs> you like go through a catalog of like people's heights eye color all that stuff i'm assuming and then what if what if you want a short king what if you want to build a short king so you want someone <laughs> like you want a dad that's short like i don't understand i need to call and ask i need to know I need to know. I think it's so fucking rude. That's like saying, I don't want anyone with um, feet over. Actually, I have huge feet. I will. I have a nine and a half for my for, for my stature. I have huge feet. They look like um, flippers. That's how big they are. And they're flat and wide. Anyway, um, it's a problem. And you know what all do you know what is a problem also? It's a problem. And then we have another problem. My niece cut her bangs for the third time. My sister had to hide all the scissors from the house. They're all high, high up, so she can't <laughs> cut her bangs. And um she looks horrible. She looks terrible. I know I said I wouldn't comment on people's looks, but this is just she looks like it's giving children of the corn. It's giving Gale Weathers from Scream 2. And um, I can't stop taking pictures of her. I know. She doesn't know I'm making fun of her. So, you know, we'll tell her when she's older. <laughs> but, man, it's, she cut them right before my other sister's wedding. My sister's going... She's getting married soon. So, um, it's honestly an iconic time to cut your bangs. So, um, we'll post, we'll post soon. Guys, guess what? So obviously I have my real estate license and I haven't really been able to use it. Um, but I had my first successful complete real estate transaction. I don't know if you word it that way, but I just did. It sounded way more complicated than it is. 
I rented an apartment. <laughs> That's what I did. Um, and yeah, so it was, uh, it was a really cool experience. It was, um, I mean, it was so new to me. So I felt like my boss was holding my hand the whole time. I mean, not really. I just called him for questions. I actually didn't even see him until I got my check and I had to give it to him. Um, but, uh, my two friends from the city, we're looking for an apartment in Beacon, New York. So I showed them some apartments and they ended up picking the first one I showed them. You know, you got to do the credit check. You got to do this. You got to do that. And then you have to meet the landlord. And this is like an interview process because at the same time, you're interviewing the landlord. Because what if the landlord says, hey, yeah, I like you. You could sign the lease, but I need to let you know that I need to check your bathroom and under your bed every monday at 3 p.m like they could legally do that so you have to make sure you meet the the landlord and make sure everything's okay and read your your lease and um so yeah it went through and i'm so happy that it did and your girl's got a check and your girl's got to save it honey that's what i'm doing i'm saving my check i'm saving my coins so i could buy myself my own little piece of real estate soon hopefully um and yeah, and you bet your ass you'll hear you'll be the first one to hear about my me purchasing property. And also, guys, if you're in the New York area, which I know a lot of you are, if you're looking to rent, buy, or sell, I would love to help you out. So give me a DM, give me a DM, shoot me a DM, text me, email me. I would love to help you guys out. I actually just got a new green suit. And I need to get headshots for my business card. You heard me. Business card. Because your girl's official. <laughs> so I'm I'm excited for this chapter. Like I said, I'm still in TV for now. I don't know if I'm coming back next season. I find out um, end of May. So um, I hope I do come back. Because, you know, real estate's really hard to build your clientele. So... I think I needed another year to do so, um, you know, before I could do it full time. Um, and who knows, uh, maybe I'll find another job in entertainment and continue, uh, with entertainment and I could just do this on the side, which, you know, it's, it's a lot of hours, but I'm young and there's a thing called cold brew. Have you had it? <laughs> I think mine's still in my system. That's why I had, um, I have enough energy to do this after work to- also, this is so crazy to me, but do you know, in the state of New York, you do not have to tell someone if there was a homicide in the house. So that means if there was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre going around in New York or like Michael Myers killing people in a house and they decide to sell that house one day, you don't have to tell anybody that someone was killed in this house with a chainsaw. It's crazy, but I mean, if you ask and I happen to know, I have to tell you, but how would I know if someone got killed in this house that I'm showing you? You know what I'm saying? And um, someone told me, basically, if your house is built before 1950, there's a huge chance that several people had died in your house and they legally don't have to tell you. I mean, I don't, there's no law, which I was shook about. I, you know, I learned that in my real estate course. So, um, do your homework if you want, you know, a house 
that no one died in. That is my suggestion to you. Um, would it bother me? I think a murder would bother me, to be honest with you. But I don't think if, you know, someone died of natural causes or something, I don't think that would bother me. But if somebody was like, or maybe if a kid died there, it would, I couldn't handle that. But, um, if an old person died with old age, that wouldn't bother me. But if a kid died by an accident or something, forget it. I am not buying that house. I don't got time for spooky ghost children. I, I don't need that. I don't need little spooky ghost children looking at me in the bathroom, me cleaning my, my sex toy. I don't need little spooky children looking at me. And that's my stance on that. So do your homework. Okay, so I had a fun weekend. First, I'm going to say I did the, my transaction happened Saturday. And then after I met a friend, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. I've been on his podcast. He's fantastic. Jeff Scott. Love him. Brother Bear, you're great. He has the Obsessed podcast, which I was on, and I've, I've, uh, he was on, well, it was the same podcast, but I posted it to my podcast, The Scream Episode. Um, anyway, uh, so we went to a thing called The Hump Fest. It is a amateur porn festival, and it is so much fun. I've been every year. I think I've been every year for seven years. Even during the pandemic, I uh, I saw it on Zoom. It was fantastic. It was um, it's exactly what it sounds like, but it's more than that. So, for instance, I'll tell you one video I saw. Um, one year they had this couple. They were having sex in front of famous monuments like the Statue of Liberty, the Eiffel Tower, the pyramids the the Colosseum in Rome I mean and if there's no green screen it was real so I just cannot fathom how I couldn't believe that they did that so I think it's so cool um this year this Saturday um I watched one where a drag queen she um did her makeup with erect penises uh yeah you heard that correct she put on her lipstick with a penis she put on blush with the penis and um, her face is beat to the gods. That's what the drag queens say. So um, it was videos like that. So it, it's not just like people having sex. It's I think it's a little more creative than that. Um, so I highly suggest it. It's called the Humpfest. And you could actually even um, stream it. So if you go on the humpfest.com, check it out. It's, uh, it's so cool. It's such a fun experience. And there's so many different people. It's in a theater. And um, I was going to say there's all ages. There really is. But I mean, you have to be 18 and older to get in. So I saw young people and I saw some old people. But um, it was it was very fun to see it in a theater because some of these performances, yeah, I'm calling them performances. They're funny. So, you know, the whole theater laughs or the whole theater gasps. You know, I saw, I mean don't get me wrong there's some stuff that's that's gross you know but in the words of dan savage don't yuck my yum so um i mean what's what's that saying whatever floats your boat i mean a lot of that does not float my boat but um it was interesting so go ahead and check that out the hump fest also 
Dan Savage, I, for, I forgot to tell you this. Dan Savage is a famous sexologist and he has a podcast called Savage Love. Um, and he answers your questions about sex, relationships, and everything. It, it's so fantastic. So check that out and go to the hump fest and don't yuck people's yums. So I wanted to talk about trans actress Dylan Mulvaney. I believe she's an actress. So a year ago, she started transitioning and she was documenting every day her progress on becoming a woman, which is fabulous. Kudos. We love that. More power to you. Um, and I believe her 365th day, a year after, uh, she celebrated with Bud Light and Bud Light sent her her very own Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light can with her face on it, which is so cool, so progressive. We love to hear it. We love to see it. But there was a huge backlash. A lot of people, such as like Kid Rock, um, were really unhappy about it. And he, Kid Rock, was sh shot a bunch of cases of Bud Light. And um, Bud Light has been progressive for years. They donated lots of money throughout the years to the LGBTQ foundations. Um, and even Coors Light. So someone was like, I'm only drinking Coors Light. And Coors Light commented, uh, we also support gay rights and trans rights. So um, I thought it was very progressive. But then I saw Bud Light came out with another ad, which was like, I found it very much toxic masculinity. It's, it's a horse running around America and you just see a bunch of heterosexual men. I'm assuming they're heterosexual. And it was just the total opposite of Dylan Mulvaney. I thought it was so obnoxious that they did that. Um, I think they're, they're trying to get their the, the middle America back. I don't know. I thought it was so dumb, but um, I think they should have been like, well, well, I will say Bud Light came out and said, we didn't mean to be divisive. I would have been like, if you don't like it, don't drink our beer. Like, fuck right off, you know? Um, so I'm curious if they're going to make an, a statement about this. And, um, well, keep in mind, this wasn't a commercial with Dylan Mulvaney. She simply... It was a sponsor on her Instagram, so she posted it, posted a video. Um, but still, like, the far right, like, calm the fuck down, people. They just can't imagine other people but themselves. Like, you have to be white and you have to live in the middle of America. Like, that's what they want. Ridiculous. So, Ryan Seacrest officially left the the Kelly Ripa show, I guess, um, it's not because it's Kelly and Ryan, but now it's Kelly and Mark Consuelos, her husband. I have mixed feelings about that. I would never want to, I mean, I almost just said I love my husband. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to love my husband, but I couldn't, I mean, I guess I can't say that now because I don't know him. I just feel like I don't know if I would want to work with my husband every day, like work with him. You're 
you know, you're you're producing the show together. You're coming up with topics. I guess maybe it would be easy, I suppose, because, you know, you've been married to this person. You know, they know you so well. So maybe I take that back. But anyway, regardless, I mean, I almost just said they have good chemistry, but obviously they're married. Um, I love them. I think they're going to do great. And everyone loves Mark Consuelos and he's hot. He's so hot. So, um, and he, he's hosted before when Ryan was out and he, he's doing well. So I'm curious of how much money he's getting. I mean, Kelly Ripa, I mean, she earned it. She's making $20 million a season and you know, it's going to go up next season as well. So I hope they do well. Um, I love them. What else did I want to talk about? Um, in other news, people, I heard a little rumor that Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet are supposedly dating. First of all, I can't even picture them talking at all. I can't. Um, apparently, that's that's the rumor. And uh, her car has been seen at his house. And I guess her and Travis Scott are done. But I... They just, they look so different. I, I understand they look different, like, duh. But they just seem so different. I can't picture it. I can't picture them having penetration. Or picture Timothy Chalamet covered in bronzer after they're hooking up. Like, just, like he just motorboated an orange cake. I mean, I guess she's not orange. But, you know, her self-tanner is going to get all over him. But um, I guess more power to you. Go off. We love to see it. I mean, I just want to see everybody happy. Um, do I have any funny dating stories? Oh, okay. So I think this is funny. I follow this guy on Instagram in New York. He is a um, New York history buff, if you will. And he has been on a bunch of doing the, the TV show circuits and um, we matched on Hinge and we started talking and I had told him that I've been a fan of his Instagram for a while because he tells you all these cool New York City facts that they're really awesome. And um, he's like, oh, thank you so much. And I was and I said to him, I was like, I would love for you to be in my podcast. I had to say that, didn't I? I had to. And he was like, yeah, sure, man. That's really cool. What's your podcast? I tell him and you know he listens to an episode and slowly stops talking to me. And I, I will say, um, I, I had said to him that, you know, I'm in the market for new friends. Like, I am I hinted at that I'm not interested in dating, you know. And he was cool with that. And I, I had mentioned, I was like, we should meet at this bar, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, yeah, absolutely. Then it just died out. So I think I scared him away with my podcast. But I don't really care. <laughs> So there's that. Um, what else did I tell you? Nothing else on this end. I mean, this episode has been so difficult for me to get out. This concussion is no joke. And if you have a concussion, be careful. I don't know what else to say. I, I'm i already in a minute and 30 seconds over. But anyway, okay. Thank you guys for listening. And send me some suggestions. What do you want me to talk about? Do you have anything you want me to say or I don't know I'm rambling on okay thank you guys bye little d's